This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Hello, everybody, and don't you're all very welcome to, to the Tommy, Hector, and Rita podcast. So I had to, um, I have no taste, but you probably know that already, do you? <laughs> well, yeah, while you're wearing a pair of Birkenstocks He's and wearing, and we will clarify Wellington's socks. The socks he is on are those ribbed, hand-knitted, uh, hand-knitted island socks. They're, 100% wool. They'll never smell. They just smell of lobsters. Isn't look at them. Look. A, isn't there a good look? Is it? He's got these Birkenstocks on. Birkenstocks who, to- who told you it was a good look? My wife, who knows. No, she didn't. Because she it, even was even laughing about you. A good look if you're with the Water Boys in 1983. Wouldn't you love to be with the Water Boys in 1983? <laughs> you have a nice We're shirt on. We're going to ride on up to Medicine Bow. <laughs> you have a nice shirt on you. Yes, I do. Yeah. Now, you Did see you the way Loretta's said? complimentary straight away. That's not. That's so nice. The Birkenstocks, not so yeah, sure. Yeah, but Loretta has a secret that... I happened over here in the kitchen today that she has never mentioned on this podcast and that's why she's been so nice. Why? Oh. Yeah, Louisa went to Mass uh, with the Pope. Oh, yeah. I, di- I didn't tell you this. I took my huh? I took my parents, my sister, my Katrina dad, and I. Went to Mass with the Pope and you yeah. never... You've told us everybody you've I've ever met, told, Hector, a few times. I have told <laughs> you 722 stories from around the world and Pope. you've never said you met the Pope. Pope Ratzinger. What was Ratzinger. his name? Ratzinger. You know your Benedict. Man. Well, eggs, eggs, they call him yeah. in the Vatican. He's <laughs> nickname eggs. My sister. Googie, they call him. Googie, Googie. <laughs> Katrina and myself took my parents to uh, Rome for, for their Christmas present one year. Anyway, my cousin, and who they, we were, spoke about on the podcast, is now a bishop, was a priest what? at the time. Yes, the cousin from America was he's over. The he's bishop. a bishop. He was only he's over. an American bishop. Yeah. Yeah, he was okay. only over. The young bishop, you know that, Tommy. He's he was na- there a few actually, weeks. What's his name again? Bishop Kevin. Chris. Kev. Bishop Kevin. Kevin. Kevin Bish- what? Bishop Kevin Sweeney. And he was actually like he a was Langsty tune. He was with the <laughs> excuse me. So sad. We're gonna play it out song for you now. One of our first songs off the first album. This is the Bishop Kevin Sweeney. Anyway, do a slippery laugh. His brother listens to the podcast. Does he? What does the brother do? He's an attorney. Attorney is what's his name? Attorney Pat Bishop. 
He's an attorney at law in America. Tell us about, His name is Brendan. Um, did you just say attorney Pat Bishop? Yes, because Kevin Bishop. Is, what, who, no, it's Bishop no, it's Kevin. Bishop Kevin. Kevin. What did oh, I say? Pat Bishop. Dyslexic. Come on, you. <laughs> Shut your mouth. The bishops. Let's go. Um, so we took, so he was a, priest at the time and his friend was in the Irish college over there where yeah. they go to so we he said look I'll get you tickets to go and see the Pope and go to Mass the Pope and I was like oh no I said to Katrina no I said there's absolutely no need for this and we had to walk miles the day before to get pick up the tickets so picked up the tickets four tickets so hang, so hang on so you, you, you landed in Rome yeah, we were there for four days or something. We were okay. doing all the touristy stuff and Colosseum and pizza. Yeah, and Camp, Campo de Fiori. Yeah. What's that? The Trevi leave, Fountain. Leave, leave a rough, Tommy. The Trevi Fountain and all it's that the, sort of it's stuff. It's the Square of Flowers, Tommy. The Flower Square. Oh yeah, Campo de Fiori. Like there was a flower hill in Navan. I threw Roscoe into the, I threw Roscoe into a fountain in the Campo de Fiori. I don't think and I was a, there. And another guy called Trevor. I'll tell you that story again. No, don't. Trevor Fountain was his name. Fountain. Trevi Fountain. Um, so um, we now hang on. We're, we're mum and dad. Well, Delighted we to be going with, away with you. Yeah, I'd say so. Why not? Sure, like, okay. was yeah, a good a idea. Thing for it to, I to, was to in Rome along. previous with the girls and I had, you know, done the actual... Scoped it. The social side of it and then thought, oh, that'll be a nice little tour to take them on and it was lovely. So we went off, picked up the tickets and the next day I was given out the whole time, what on earth are we going to be all day in St. Peter's Basilica and in the square and oh, this is a waste of time, oh, for fuck's sake. Anyway, we arrived in and you show your ticket to the first little fella that's there and he passes you up to the next layer and no the next skin layer. showing, I hope. And the next layer and the next layer and all these little nuns, little nuns were going into there was absolute hysteria like they were so excited about going to Mass with the Pope and they were all like buzzing round and getting into their seats but we were being brought up to the next layer and to the next layer and to the next layer and then our seats were like from I'd say about I don't know from here to the end of the say the hen house there. yeah so but the width of the hen house so we were say one side of it and the about 14 foot there. yeah what? yeah we were that close we are right close up like the, the altar was covered over and we were like two rows back and I was like oh my god I was getting pure excited then the Pope Mobile came in and he was I was standing up on the seat waving at him Did they play his music? I don't know what kind of Oh what is the one they sing? Papa Pio we love you what is the song? What is the big song for the Pope when he arrives in and they all sing it? What do you think it is, Tommy? Here comes. I was doing. That's I got so excited then by the fact that I was there because I was like so close to him, and you're there watching his red leather shoes, and he's there's a little priest. Hang on, it's not the Presley. It's not the start of the Wizard of Oz. It is. He had the red leather shoes. They. Popes wear oh, and, red leather shoes. And they have a little dog called Toto. Yeah. But this is the first Pope that refused to wear the red leather shoes, isn't it? The Pope that we have Francis. at the minute. Yeah, he d- thought it was too opulent. And he thought so St. Peter's Handmade was... red leather Italian shoes. They all wore them. So I was there getting pictures of them and getting pictures of their, the shoes. And then I was, well, I was fascinated the entire time. There was a priest, there was a couple of priests there. Three of them had to drink the water before he drank it to make sure it was okay. So like it was tested by the first fella and it was passed back tested with the next fellow and, and then because wow. it was a really hot day so he was obviously drinking not very Jesus-y no not very Jesus-y like as if somebody will poison him or whatever but it was just it was 
I have to say it was very exciting when you were the there. The fellow shot the Pope. Remember that? Turkish lad yeah. shot the Pope and the Pope then went to visit him in prison and said, I forgive you. Wasn't that John Paul? Yeah. Yeah, he got shot. Yeah. But she didn't obviously have a great aim. He didn't choose to kill him like. What? He didn't have a great aim. He didn't kill Did him. Did he hit him in the shoulder? He tried to kill him, Lisa, but he's, he it wasn't, was up, wasn't intent, up close. The intent. Yeah. Uh, well, was I was close but he enough, I could have taken him out. And then... Did you go for communion and did the Pope give you communion? Well, the Pope Christ, did give you give the, the tongue or did you give the hand? The Pope doesn't give out the Holy Communion. Are you tongue or the hand? I was, I'm hand, always uh, hand. I was always tongue no for years. No need for you to stick your tongue out for a man to push Holy Communion I was always tongue for years. No. And then I'm hand. No need for that. Are you tongue, tongue or hand, Tommy? I love, a, I, love a, I love a hand job, if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> um... Had put it out, and then my cousin, fast forward, Bishop Kevin again, is now a bishop and was there the other day in Rome, and he was with the Pope saying mass with them because they had the beatification of John Paul, Tommy Cooper. Yeah, so he I was, went to he was um, John Paul's hometown in Poland on the show, and it was a drizzly, wet day in the centre of Poland when we stopped off in this place where he was born and reared and it is like going to a theme not no I wouldn't say a theme park in the middle of the main square there's a massive church and a massive picture of John Paul II uh, Carol so well, Wojciech there's Wojciech. nothing but John Pauls in Ireland that are have a date of birth of 1979 when um, did time. you feel when you saw all the holiness mm. in terms of the beautiful art and the statues. I didn't like that at all. Oh, you didn't? It didn't no, make you feel holy too, or anything? No, around. it's too opulent in there. Like you see What's, these okay. red marble bats that cost millions like. and they're It's all kind of like if the Gresham did Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> the Gresham Hotel. It's so, it's too. The Gresham. You see all the poverty and you see all the like, oh, and they're supposed to be all <laughs> Christian and all of that. And then there's so much wealth inside that if they. Yeah, a lot of money. Sold one or two things in there, they'd probably be too able much to. marble is bad. It's too, it's too opulent inside. Okay. Have you been in there? Never. Have you been in Hector? Uh, we went. I'd love to meet. The we Pope went though. there, and uh, you're not allowed to show any skin as you enter. Sure, you can't do that in any place you go. Like if you, I went to visit you, the king. Girls in, have to cover up in Thailand, and you had to cover up. You have to go and you went to what? Visit the king in Thailand. All right, and into his palace and you have to cover up there as well. You met the king of Thailand? Well no I didn't meet him but, but you I went, went to the palace. The, I went into the palace. Uh, he, wasn't, he wasn't been there at the There time. was a Netflix series a couple of year, years ago called The Bad Pope. What was that? Your man, what's his name? And he Jude said, Law. Yes. Oh yeah. Did you watch it? It wasn't called The Bad Pope. What was it, it was called? called The Two Popes. No, no, that's, no that's another it one. it was called a, He was a little bit of a He wasn't your He wasn't your normal Pope now. No, he was a bit lively. He was lively. Which one? Uh, Jude Law. And it was called No, which Pope? Netflix. Which pope? He wasn't was a playing a particular pope. Or just the it was pope a fictitious, yeah, it was a fictitious pope ah. who was doing all the bad things, like going off in the car at two in the morning in the back of the Mercedes. It's such a weird little place, Vatican City, isn't it? It's its own little, uh, yeah, it's a, little like. And they were show. We did the tour, and Pope John Paul obviously used to be playing goal for Poland, didn't he? He was a goalkeeper. I'm not sure if he made it as far as the Polish national team. He no, was but a he, was, he was a decent soccer player. He was. Did he not play like underage or something? Uh, he, he played for his county. I he think. probably had to play under a false name when he joined. Did you read the Da Vinci like, Code when it came out? We no, were, it's we, too oh, fucking well, long. I tell you one thing. I hate people who jump on the bandwagon. I was getting on a flight to LA, right? Uh, we were flying out to do a couple of shows over there. I was in the Playboy Mansion. That's twice now. We, we, we were doing three. Uh, did I ever tell you about the time I was in the Playboy? No, I'll tell you that again. So he we were doing a couple us. of shows in LA, but the cameraman. No, I'm just saying that they, just that's was Steph and Rita have started a count thing of how many times you mention your television show in each podcast. <laughs> yeah, just twice. So <laughs> what I'm trying to do <laughs> is down there, what yeah. I'm going to do now is going. Did I ever tell you the time I got on a? a that's what you do, Tommy. You well, say I met a lad the other day, 
And yeah. we go, did you? And yeah, then yeah. You, you lull us in that way. Yeah, so yeah. I'm going to go, so Roscoe couldn't do that. Roscoe couldn't do the flight to, or the, the shooting in California. So another cameraman that I won't name got on. And didn't Aer Lingus bump us up? And we turned left. Oh, yeah. And I was so excited. Into I, the big seats. I was just giddy. And then this cameraman that I didn't know really well, within five minutes, trying to be super uber cool, took out the Da Vinci Code and started reading it before it even fucking took off. And that's a no-no for me. What do you mean? Because I don't give a shit who you are. You don't get into that seat and go, oh yeah, this is really cool. I'm going to take out the Da Vinci Code and read it in first class. Bollocks. You're going to sit there. You press buttons and you see what's on the And you order champagne. Yeah, and you go, oh my God, there's a face cloth. There's a warm face cloth. I was like, this is great. I was up and down with the shutters and looking at the, the magazine and then I looked over. Pressing the buttons. <laughs> and there's a guy with a pair of... I actually, and he was reading the Da Vinci Code before we even left the apron in fucking Dublin Airport. Now, was he used to first class? Was that his... his... Maybe. But I didn't like that. I don't like bandwagon, and I don't like bandwagon book well, readers. Well, very bossy. I like. don't like bandwagon book readers. Oh, did you read the Da Vinci Code? Oh, I read it the minute it came out. Have you seen Silence of the Labs? Have you read Red Dragon? What's oh, wrong? shut up! All your references are just a tiny bit retro. You're very retro. <laughs> no, but the Da Vinci Code was the thing about the opulence and the the twisted yeah. world of the fucking Vatican, wasn't that? Yeah. It's a, it's Who wrote the Da Vinci Code for five points? Everyone knows Dan that. Dan Brown. Okay, thank you. Name another book from Dan Brown. He wrote the other one. What's another big long? Across big the one. road to my box. That's made Vinci. <laughs> <laughs> Across the road to my box. Did you ever go to Rome, Tommy? On no. Your, on your religious, did you never have the urge? Oh, no, I'd love to, I would like to meet the Pope though. I'm reading a book. I'll then. arrange it for you if you want. Yeah, no problem. I can do things like that. I'll get you a ticket to go and see him at Mass first and then maybe go in for the tea. And I like him. I think he's a bit... I uh, like this Pope because he's more... He's more... He's pro-poor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's definitely um, into New Frontiers. The, the, travel, <laughs> the travel show <laughs> with Catherine Cat Thomas. Thomas. <laughs> he used to be on it. But he lived in fucking Brazil. <laughs> he was watching it on the RTE player. Imagine the Pope doing a travel show. A big fan. And he lying in bed with the no, robe that, on him. That would be nice to see. I like him. He's he's proper, isn't he? He's going around um, getting all these um, boys that are not the traditional old style priests to go up to the next level of Archbishop. What do they call them? The boys that are Cardinals. Just cardinals, yeah. But I think he's spreading his net a little bit wider, all right. But do you think, like, the Pope should be doing, now God forgive me, the Pope should be doing stuff like uh, going to meet Putin. Do you know what I mean? The Pope should be just, say, and then travelling to Africa and the Pope should be um, should they're all old, sure, going to Afghanistan and and taking risks and be seen to be mm. out there. Like, no, so this god-awful war in the Ukraine, uh, it'll only stop when people sit down with Putin. Yeah, that's so. What, shouldn't the Pope do that? The Pope says, "I'm going to meet Putin, and I'm not going to leave. I'm not going to leave until we have some sort of fucking deal hammered out." Mm. But should then? Do you know P- what I mean? Putin I, probably doesn't even respect what the Pope stands for, does he? He's, it doesn't matter. You go talking to the man. You don't allowed the thing. But you see, I'd say he's been very curtailed, isn't he, this Pope? Because he was going out at night feeding homeless people when he started and he was a torture for them for security reasons. Yeah. But sure, like, as if anyone's going to know it's the Pope, like, when he's in his ordinary clothes. Like, if you How many years him, is he in now? Is he in four or five or how many more has he got? Every bloody time it gets me, the excitement of the white smoke. It's just such a... It's one of the most beautiful phrases I have ever heard in my life and I'm not remembering it right but this is the gist of it. They come out and the whole notion so when the Queen 
uh, died, there was this notion of everybody felt for a little, well, I did anyway, uh, and that's the most important thing. Yes. Um, that the goodness of England, you know, that, the, that there was something. Respect and, yeah. you know, and you'd wonder, yeah. you'd wonder with the Queen as well, you'd wonder like, uh, so I'm, I'm, say, gigging up the north a good bit, you know, and you, and I, I wonder, well, what will I say about the Queen dying up there? And you think, would the Queen have ever seen stuff like the civil rights marches in the north in the late 60s, early 70s and ask what's going on there and for her to be told, well, you know, the Catholics are being discriminated against and it's kind of, it's a sectarian state. And, all, and would she have ever thought, well, that's wrong. Can't we do something about that? Mm-hmm. Or would she have just... You know, when she heard about the people being shot dead in Derry, would she have just shrugged her shoulders and said, there's nothing I can do about it? So you can be a proactive mm. uh, monarch or something. Like that. You can be, you don't have to yeah. always just be. <clears throat> but I thought that was the whole point. They're not allowed to get involved. Well, in but fuck, fuck not allowed. Do you know what I mean? No, she's Fuck not allowed. Like, could, could, could the Queen have just gone, you know, because she is, was theoretically the head of state was she that, whatever the technical term well, is it's the same thing with Michael D getting involved a couple of weeks ago when he was on about the housing crisis in this country why Why shouldn't he get involved totally why yes, shouldn't he have a voice he's not an aristocrat from years and years and years well, and she, years and that yeah, she may have been an aristocrat monarch, she's, like she's, he a, is a, he's his own person he's able to make up his own mind and say what he wants yep. so, our president anyway so I, I just think that there is a, a possibility for and why was why did I start no, talking go back about to the you're original, going to say something you're going to tell us about the white smoke I'd say I'd say nothing oh the white smoke let's go back to that yeah so so when there's a new Pope being elected no more than when the Queen died for a moment people can believe in the goodness or the potential for goodness in an institution right and this phrase that they have I fucking love it man so the white smoke goes up and this lad comes out and all the faithful are there. Now, I, I wouldn't necessarily count myself amongst the faithful, but there's all the kind of nuns. You're just watching all There's nuns from, from Indonesia and there's uh, priests from the Philippines. So that's, yes. all, that's all that's in it now. I know it's <laughs> a couple of Nigerian cardinals. And this, <laughs> this man comes up and it's a very hopeful thing. Like, the, like the, the death of the queen, there was hope in some of the ceremonies, a hope for goodness even though she might have let people, a lot of people down. But this fella comes out and he says, Habemus Papa. That's fucking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. That's, we did Latin for five years. We have. School. We have a Pope. Habemus. I love it. It's so I, see, exciting. But, but see, Papa to me, I, I don't go the Pope way of it. Yeah, we have a dad. We have, we a, have father. a father. We have a father. Habemus, Habemus Papa. Papa. Now, wouldn't it be just as powerful? For him to come out and say, "Yes, habemus, mama." Oh, and if you think about that, I don't that, think we'll see that. And would that be just as powerful, though? But Charles often said that mama and papa. So you know, yeah. he spoke about mama and papa. Yes, papa. Well, we won't see a mama. Habemus, mama. We won't Could see you mama. Imagine, and mama won't be Will it ever out. happen, Tommy? And just this marvelous woman, a friend of the poor, comes a out, fearless Christian comes out I love you all like I love my own yeah why don't they bring out <laughs> why don't they bring out a, why don't they bring out a Mary like you know a Marian woman like the head of the women 
church. I just more like the king of the nuns. Yeah, the king of the nuns. Have a woman, the queen of the nuns. My mother queen. was. My mother went to Lourdes, and she was never so happy when she came back from Lourdes. And did she have special powers when she? Came she back? had an enlightenment of energy. Ooh. And I was in the gym the other day, and I met a strong Connemara man. A teacher who's retired and he's well able to lift weights and he's well into his 60s. And he said, Rauta Riva Medjugorje, Hector. I said, no. And Rauta Riva Medjugorje, beautiful. I said, Nee Rau, we ma wacher de lourdes a dortme. Agus gael gier fads a gym. Stutche, oh, katakolan, it'd be a good documentary. Powerful stuff happens there all the time. I said, what do you mean? What's the difference between lourdes and Medjugorje? He said that there are signs regularly to the people who have who have been witnessing stuff there for decades they are getting signs and visions re- on a regular basis and he in Medjugorje in Medjugorje so the origin- why do you call it that what do you call it Medjugorje Medjugorje is Medjugorje. what Navin where Navin people go Medjugorje Medjugorje there are signs and there are all the apparitions and everything is happening physical on a- signs or mental signs they are seeing stuff. The original people who saw the signs are getting them all the time. And that's the difference between that and Knock and Lourdes. In Medjugorje, it's happening all the time, which is a very powerful thing. And he said, you wouldn't believe it until you get there and feel but the But what kind of, of stuff happens? And I was in under the bar and I'm do what, what happens? Mm. I don't know. Who are the original people and what year there was the first signs of Medjugorje's? Oh, what sign? What time? Like a band. The apparitions. Vicky Dolenz, he was the founded member. Uh, uh, was he said to me that it's a, it's, a, it's a totally different place than Lourdes. But why though? What happens Because there? the signs are happening all the time. But what the, kind so it's, of it's signs? Cons, it's consistent, consistent revelation. So revelation. do you mean like people can walk again and people can see? No, no. The original people, they're still in it. They're still there and they're getting signals and signs. They're still that. sitting in there? Yes. And they're getting signs all the time. Wow. <laughs> Were you ever Medjugorje? No. Would you go to Medjugorje? No, well, I mean, I don't know. Well, were you ever in Lourdes? It'll be a pure rip-off. It'll be like knock the, the bloody sticker rocks that cost a fortune when the... Millions of so you've, you, you've been, is on. You've been soured by knock, really, yeah, haven't knock. you? No, not soured by it. It's lovely. It is nice. And there is something happening at the wall, well, I think. Yeah. There's a vibe. It might the just be the vibe wall. of people looking at the wall. Yeah. Well, what sort of things are happening at the wall? No, there's just a vibe. You couldn't say what's happening. But you just said there's a good feeling at the wall. Yeah, that's a... There's a buzz of it. There's a buzz. It's a buzz. Buzz wall. Let's rest the coming out of it. So tell us what about uh, Trina coming back from Lourdes. She's just. She was. She went off with the parish. I think it was Father Andy Farrell. Do you remember Andy? Oh, Farrell? of course. Great, yeah. One of the great one orators. Of, orators. One of the great mead orators. Great, I don't know. You know, you'd see it on the bulletin. And and the did Andy Farrell also teach us? Andy Farrell. Andy Farrell. Andy Farrell works with the rugby team. How many Andy Farrells is in it? Father Andy. Father Andy. Father Andy brought a good couple of hundred. They went on the Tommy Rogers bus down to Ross Lair and then they got the boat across. There was some crack in the boat, I heard. And, and a bus the whole way down Do to tell. Lewis. It was a magnificent... But did Andy Farrell teach ex- us in St. Pat's as well? No, Andy wouldn't. Andy wasn't in the... Who, who was Father An- Shearer and Father Rice. Andy. Remember, there was an Andy Farrell who taught in the school of red-haired lad. He taught... He wasn't a priest. Nobody wasn't a priest, but his name was Mrs. Andy Farrell. Miss Farrell. Miss Farrell was the history teacher. No. Small little girl. Big room. Andy Farrell... Andy Farr was married to our French teacher. Mrs. Ryan? Yes. Andy Ryan was Margaret his name. Margaret Ryan? Yes. She threw me out for a year. Yeah. And was her name not and Mrs. Farrell if she was she married to married Mr. To Farrell? Andy Farrell? Was it Andy... Who was... She was... For a short while she was married to this fella. Was it Andy Ryan was I his name? I didn't know. How do you know who the teachers were married to in St. Pat's? That was irrelevant when we were growing up. 
We didn't know who their husbands were. If their teachers were married. Father Andy Farrell was one of the great parish priests of St Mary's. And he's no connection to the rugby lad. No. So tell us about Trina coming back from Lourdes. It was one of those excursions. You know those excursions in the 80s? Medals and... Medals and more medals and rosary beads and souvenirs and water and just happy... Holy water. Holy water. Happy to have gone with all of our friends to Lourdes. And I still think... Did, she, did your mother ever commit an act of radical love that you could say, I think what lifted that woman off the ground and helped her fly her wings was, was her faith? Was there ever anything that your mother done that you kind of went, how does, how, how... Like My mother adored the Lord. Yeah. And I mean in complete and utter loyalty, respect and adoration and belief and trust and she gave all of herself to the Lord and that was the only thing that kept her going I firmly believe it for years and years and years and years and years and when she finally left the Bible was in the hands isn't that mad? The book Tommy that you love so much and a book I don't really know at all Join me next week <laughs> for Bible studies. I, asked, mean, a, I asked a couple of lads. How, how do you mean the Bible was in her hands? But she passed away. She's holding the Bible. Yeah, when I walked into the room, she had the Bible in her hands. Yeah, I told you that, Tommy. No, you didn't. I did. You didn't. I did. Okay, I forgot. Yeah, it was in, in her hands. Of oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was eleven o'clock in the morning when I walked in. Isn't wow. that mad that she had the Bible in her hands? <laughs> One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Wow! Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'll tell you what I watched yesterday. Front row seats. Up in my father's house. Watching a cat absolutely torment a mouse that was the size of my finger. Right? It was fascinating. Sorry. I watched for 10 minutes. In your house? No, outside. I was looking out. I was at the door watching this unfold. Oh, were they in the garden? having a f- No, he was just over on the drive. And there was a tiny little mouse. He was about... A shrew, maybe? 
He was tiny. He was like maybe a f- field mouse. Maybe it could have been a shrew. Right? He was a, pig, ah. a pygmy shrew, perhaps. He was like making noise like was a mouse. Was he trying to tame the shrew? So he he try he absolutely did everything to torment the cat or, or the mouse. He put him on. He put a load of leaves on top of him. First of all, then he was he kept tapping him up and down with his paw. paw I right, tormented him. Then he'd let him go. The poor mouse would get out then out from underneath the leaves, and he'd stumble a small bit across, and he'd fall over because he was absolutely absolutely fucked then the cat would just use his paw again and he'd pull the tail back Stop. again right back in between this? the two paws right that's, that's here he was yeah. the two paws absolutely fought. he was. He started juggling the mouse I'm not joking I yet. don't think I've ever heard a clearer description of marriage in my life yeah maybe very good I don't think the cat was married to the mouse was he no but that uh, from the mouse's point of view you have that is just like how women get treated <laughs> Tell me then that the cast of juggling the mouse. He he put him into he put it caught him by the tail with his mouth, threw him up into the air. He's only having the crack. Caught him with the paw again. Absolutely. Then got there was a bird table, so he kept pushing between one hand. He kept making the bird the the mouse go around the bird table. Were you and your father looking at this? No, I was watching it. Now I'm afraid of mice. So I was at a safe distance away from this the This is your cat, is it? Well, it's just the cat that's... I don't really like cats. I don't feel like they Do we know any... a name for the cat? Can we, can we give no, them some oh, credit for this? I don't know what the cat is. Because these are country cats. You don't mess with these boys. Actually, my, my brother's kids got them. And when they got them first, for the first three weeks, the cats went missing. They, they weren't to be found at all. And they were like, they oh, where are the cats gone? In... The cats are gone missing. And then three weeks later, they just arrived back yes, and saying, oh, fuck it, we're here now again. But he tormented and the poor mouse, after 10 minutes, managed to fucking get away. Oh, he got away, so it wasn't... He did get away because he, this, the shed was beside him, right? So he, he'd let him go a little bit, just enough to watch him and amuse himself to let him go. And he could see he was really stunned and slow going away. And then he pulled him back a small bit more and the mouse would go again. And the mouse eventually got underneath the door of the shed and he got his tail for a second with his paw, with his paw again and pulled it back a small bit. But the mouse got away, That's and he mad. was sitting there, fucking enraged. Was this on Netflix? Yeah, it should be on. <laughs> it should be on Netflix. It was fascinating to watch. That's the, country life, isn't it? That is country. Full life. ten minutes, I watched it. Is it um, uh, minx? Uh, so minx are the kind of the Draculas of the countryside. They're bad they? boys. Killer mink. They yeah. kill lambs. Not and mink. It's mink. mink. It's not minx. It's mink. K- mink kill K- mink. Not minx. It's like sheep and sheep. It's sheeps. not a sphinx. It's not a sphinx. It's a mink. M I N K. It's not a sphinx. Tommy, it's you just a said minx. They're <laughs> yeah. not minx. They're but pure plural. They're What's not a plural? Minx. So how many? So would you say? So you're you're the killer mink. Yeah, but if there was four of them, what would you say? They're killer mink. The plural of mink is mink. Like sheep. Yeah. And fish. <laughs> Don't say it, Tommy. But you're saying minx. Minx. Uh, it's not an X at the end of it. Little it's minx. A K. They abandoned. <laughs> Little minx. <laughs> Good there's a, there's a, over the last 15 years there's a band of marauding mink and they they run nightclubs now they run a lot of shit what's a group of mink called mink carey <laughs> <laughs> is there anyone who had the nickname minky carey um, so but do they they kill without uh, yeah. eating damage they kill with they suck blood they, or they're blood suckers they'd come in and they'd slit throats and would they take away a small lamb as well would oh, they, they not eat the it dead of night yeah they'd eat them what oh, they oh, I think they'd eat them of course they'd eat them should they have to eat something a group of killer mink they're not blood they're not, they don't live on blood they're not Dracula terrorise farms around the country Where did mink you see yeah. slinky mink we had one here that ate, you did not ate a couple of the chickens yeah yeah 
Oh yeah, they just like came in two years ago. Yeah, uh, and foxes then a fox will only kill what he can eat. Yeah, is that the truth of that? Is that the truth of it now? Yeah, and if, so a fox will come in and he'll eat one chicken and he, the, the other chickens will be left in it. He'll just take what yeah, he wants. He's not greedy. That that's because greedy. he's the smartest animal but then isn't, on the land. If you see him, if you see a fox during the day, they're he's sick. not well. He's they're not well. Sick. Yeah. He, why? Yeah, the smartest. He needs animal. to come out for air. Isn't so do it? any other animals like and don't killer whales sometimes fuck around with seals? Do you see them oh, did they do what bat- cats badminton do? in the sky with yeah. them? Do yeah. they? They yeah. fuck them up in the air. And do you know what size a heart is of a blue whale? Like a Nissan Micra. Size of a Yeah, fucking Nissan Micra. Imagine. Wow, incredible, isn't it? So there was a, a Scottish chef and he was on tour. He was on a trip back to the Punjab. And it's, it's funny, he's a Sikh. And he has a strong Glasgow accent. But I got caught on this documentary and he was going back to see the food of his ancestors. And he's from the streets of Glasgow. And he went back to the northern part of India, the Punjab that has been annexed between Pakistan and India, where there was a lot of fighting. But anyway, up to Amritsar and all those great northern cities. But didn't I see something really good? He said to me, and now as I leave it on my way to New Delhi, I'm going to travel for the next two or three days by car. But I'm going to stop and meet this fabled, legendary group of, of, of soldiers who protect the Punjabi people called the Niyong. And he stops off in a field with a camp where these soldiers and these warriors are skilled swordsmen and traditional and anyone can join them. And all they do is defend the local area and their local culture and the language and the people of that area. And they move all around the Punjab and they're called the Niyong. And that's what they're, they're unbelievable warriors. They cook their own food and that's why he was going in because of the food. They only cook their food in iron, big, massive wrought iron pans doing curries and stuff because the iron gives them strength. They're fabled. They've been going for a thousand years and they're the neighbourhood watch of the Punjab and everybody reveres them everybody loves them and everybody treats them as legends and they've been going for thousands of years Would there be tigers in the trees now in that part of the uh, Absolutely the but, Punjab. But, but, but if there was civil unrest the boys will come into a community and sort it out or if there was anyone being really or if there was an, a robbery they're fucking lawmakers it's like neighbourhood watch in Ireland so you can imagine in Ireland imagine if we had this place where people could go See, the Fianna were still in it. The Fianna, young men and women who are fiercely fucking active. Disciplined. And disciplined and wanted and skilled and martial, martial artists. So you could have your own band of those in Mayo. Right. Who would take care of Mayo and the people and all the townlands and the parishes where there'd be no crime, there'd be no post offices robbed, there'd be no old people broken into and they were legendary states. And do they kill? Kind of vigilantes. Vigilantes. Neighborhood. Do they kill, yeah. You know, they kill, they fucking, but what they are is they're loved by their people. So in each county in Ireland, we could have this unbelievable martial arts crew uh, of, you know, fucking brilliant Irish young people who are One of the things that was happening in Afghanistan was that the locals wanted the Taliban to be in charge of their district because they had better justice system. They had better equality, that the actual government was failing them. And the Taliban were coming in and getting things done. And the justice thing was huge of it. Yeah. If someone done you wrong and the Taliban are running oh, the Taliban parish. take no shite. Having said that, I have to say that the Taliban have driven that country into 97% poverty. It's fucking, what's happening now in Afghanistan is terrible. But the Niyung, N-I-Y-U-N-G. And they had all, you want to see how skilled they were with swords. And, and they're a travelling bunch Hundreds, young, how did they old, tra- how did they travel around? Like? They just they, they flying just, carpets, isn't they? Fly, fly. 
to travel around. Do you remember in, monkey? In mini buses. Where was monkey from? Monkey! And the pig. That was it. Was kind of like monkey, monkey wasn't it? Monkey man. So would they be man, like yeah. the, the one base? So they'd be all over a village. Like, yeah, and then and they'd stay there in a forest area for weeks. They live outside, and they live outside, and they have their own tents and everything. But they are the neighborhood. Would watch. You, you'd be There's in There's no them. need for fucking anything in the you'd tent. You'd be in no that for camp guards now. or nothing. I would. You'd lo- be definitely in that camp. This man over here. I would be in that camp. But what you'd I'd be lo- minding his house. Yeah, but I would love to have a camp like that. I would love to have a band of those warriors in every county in Ireland. And is there women in it? Uh, I think there was no. I, I don't, don't think so. I don't, I, don't I don't think so either. I don't think women are allowed into it. No, in, no. in, in the Sikh culture. Yeah, it's like golf clubs in Dublin. It, Back in the day, but yeah, <laughs> Port Marnock. Some of them are like uh, that. Imagine one of these in each of the counties where there's there's no crime in the rural areas because you know that six miles over the road at the bank of the hill. Well, how would you at get the them? brow of the forest? Like, say my house is getting burgled. Warriors. If my house is getting burgled, how did they know to come? Like, because word would be sent to them, and they'd be ne- they'd, they'd be, be like a. They could be nestled at the banks of of the of the lake Lochan. But you'd recognise who during the robbery, and they would go after, go after them, them, and then on horses and stuff. This has yes. been happening for thousands of years in the Punjab, and or sprint, sprinty pigs. I don't know. They're really fast. And bust them out of the yes, way. Sprinty you would, pigs. Or you'd send word <laughs> by by wood pigeon, by, by by pigeon. You'd send word by bird to say there's been a by robbery. Bird. The bit, there's been a word, robbery word by there's bird. been a robbery at not the, seagulls they'd stop and eat burgers a local man who makes gates in in Lockmore has been burgled and then word would come and the boys would come and sort it out and then we would have harmony amongst the people yeah. because we wouldn't and have it'd be crime. easy to spot the boys who stole the gates as well why? because they're fucking they're gates on their backs yeah it's not as easy to take them out of the way they wouldn't have yeah but that's true the despicable rural crimes that are happening every day of the be week gone would fucking not happen. Where 97-year-old women are in a small little shop in, t- in Roscommon and their sons are terrorised by fucking tugs. Yeah. So by would tugs. They, would they just kidnap these them and would bring take them to no their fucking camp? Sh- oh, they would. Or would they just murder them on site? These boys have complete and utter power to, to regulate karma and, and kindness in their community. And they're called the Neon. And I want to bring them and into that's Ireland. They're, they're, current, they're currently in operation, these boys. These boys have been in operation for thousands of years. Mm. And they're all people who want to join it, become fit, martial arts. We have to train. It's like a gym. No, it's not like a gym. It's like outdoors. They're living in tents, but they're all skilled warriors. Do they do like boot camp and stuff? Like if you wanted to lose weight, could you go and join them? But there was young lads there, 12 and 14. And then there was their fathers. And then there was another lad. It's just a wandering man that joined. And then there was the grandfathers. They're all new young experts, generations of warriors protecting their land, protecting their people. And they do self-defence and all. And the cops stay away, I guess. Cops stay away. No cops. And it's only in the Punjab. And is that a kind of rural area? Yeah, towards... Five, six, seven, eight hundred miles north of they Delhi. You could set them up here. What would we call them? The, well, they were called the Neon. We could call them the Cow Dung. And spell it with a K to K- make it look more. Cow Dung. We could call them the Merciless Sons of Destiny. And make it short M S D. Fianna Fáil is the sons of the, yeah. the soldiers we of could destiny. Call them, like Colin, Tuhia, the Donan, the Fianna. We could call them the Mokrafall. Mokrafall Gontrokra. We could call them Machfiana Nitira. Gontrokra Gonstro. That's a better Gonjowl. 
got any neighbourhood watch. Skullpeens, we could call them. What was that word you used? Strelachons. coming across the brow of the hill, hundreds of warriors to come and sort a local robbery out. Somebody left up at the mart their brand new Eifer Williams trailer that he spent nine and a half thousand with, pulls in at Headford Mart and he goes in for a cup of tea and I know on the back of the long wheel pickup drive, Land Cruiser, that the Eifer Williams is gone. And we all know it's gone. He goes to the local Gardaí. Uh, we can't do much about that. Even though you can see it in the man's hands. And then your man goes, well, I'm just after losing a €10,000 Eiffel Williams brand new trailer at the back of the mart, which happens every fucking week all over the country, pilfering and stealing. These boys would come and they would sort the shit out. No, more stealing Eiffel Williams thrillers. Because we're running out of Gardaí. All our local Garda stations are closing. The small ones around the countryside, it's lawless. So bring in the Niang. Interesting. Can you drink holy water? What would happen to you if you drank it? You, you piss angels. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so Angel juice it comes up. out your fanny. It <laughs> 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 cleans the jacks better than Domestos. It's bloody sparkling. Yeah, it'd yeah. be like would it be like getting holy or it'd be like getting confession, would it? Drinking holy water. It is um, clears you out. Drank it. I've put plenty of it on my forehead. I'll bring a little bottle of holy water with me now. From where? Oh, I'll get you. Oh, you should have told me you had to brought some up I from now. No, you got me some last year for. Uh, do you remember the Christmas yeah. present? You gave me a mug and a hat and, and a holy water. water. Yeah. I have a fair bit of that with me. I will bring on my travels uh, a little bottle of holy water and I will bring a little angel thing that Trina has given me many, and many And a miraculous medal. I don't know if I've one of them, but this little angel I rub sometimes. I rub it. On the plane, and a Saint Christopher, have you got one? I don't know if I have that. He's a he's the travellers, is he? Yeah, Saint Christopher. Saint. But I'll have that little, bit, like little bit of holy water. I think the little bit of holy water at the door of the house should never leave this up. country. Your is it there in your house? It's dried up most of the time. Fill it. Don't fill hey, it. Hey, that's the personal stuff. <laughs> Dried up most of the time. Yeah, you get, you get intimate water drops for that. Um, come here to me. <laughs> How are you, Marie? How are you? Intimate drops. What can I get you? Give us a few of them intimate fanny drops. Have you got that? In, dried up all together. Uh, so totally dried up. Bit dried up. Feeling a little bit sazzled. Oh, yeah, feeling when, a bit drazzled. And then when it goes intimate go- fanny drops. And then it goes all green. You know the. Oh, <laughs> what are I we meant, talking about? No, I meant the holy washer font. The holy washer font goes oh, it all does, green. Oh, does yeah, but clean it and fill it and love it. I don't have one in my clean house. It and fill it and Tommy, make it you, feel lo- make Tommy, it feel the love. Your little font is always moist. <laughs> but stop, stop. Do you have no, a holy water? That's because I work it. I pay attention to it. <laughs> He's full work. time with it in us. you got to work the font. No, but he, he drives his fingers and I put me three fingers in Three it. or four. You have one to work the enough. font on the start, way out the door. Start with one. you got to work the font. Um, can we move on from this? Fanar, fanar. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. God Ooh. bless and good luck. Don't forget, if you do like what you hear or if you want to check out what we do on a Monday on our special members podcast, you can go to thlpod.com and you can sign up there to become a member. Here's a quick taste of what to expect from our ACAST Plus members only episode. It's out every Monday. Oh, Tommy. Oh, we'll have to meet that bull in a while. And what's your name, Mr. Bull? Come here then. Do you just get a bull brought here? No, we have three bulls here. Oh, so it's all your own bulls? And are they all Frisian bulls? Yeah. 
Will you stop pretending you know what you're talking about? I swear to God, Lorita, you look as you are. Why am I no, no, you're not. Because no. you're pretending you know what you're talking about, you don't. I don't know what I'm she talking about. Yeah, I'm not. I know I'm just way, asking I know, questions. I know the way you're dressed. I know the way, the way you're dressed, you know you're fine. Look at this. Look at them coming in now. They've been feeding all night. Well, a lot of these cows be going to Garth Brooks now in the summer. Yeah. Look at. <laughs> I wonder if they listen to music. I've got look friends. The, look at the size of the others. Look at the others bursting with milk, Tommy. Bursting. Bursting with the best of mayo milk coming out then. Oh, fucking hell, I don't like the look of them. We hope you enjoyed that taste of our members-only episode. To find out more, head to www.thlpod.com forward slash members only. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.